0: Dig. things we dig oh yes it's things we dig and you might too what's up welcome to the things we dig podcast where we talk about pop culture and bullshit on today's
1: episode TGIF, baby. Speaking of little Ben Savage, shout out to big brother Fred. It would end with Are You Afraid of the Dark? It'd be like nine o'clock, so it seemed late. You're like, oh, shit. This is scary. Mm -hmm. Party like it's 1990
0: through 1999. Hey, all you digging, loving mofos out there. This is the Things We Dig podcast. My name is Alex.
2: What's up, everybody? It's your favorite 90s man, the other Chris.
3: Hey. We're ready to dig and we're ready to party. It's Dave.
1: Let me hop in that party wagon, Joni Boys, for some 90s talk. It's Chris Fig. Yes.
0: Party like it's 1990 through 1999. Um, my homies. What a great year to be alive, right? And great year for toys as well. So I'm going to start it right off the bat and do a lightning round. I'm looking at you, Chris. Favorite
2: 90s toy? Go. Oh, the first one that comes to mind, micro machines, man. They were so dope. Make crazy like battlefields and stuff, all the army themed ones where they had just like regular cars and shit. I had a gigantic tub full of them. And they were like, they were like what, the size of a quarter or were they? Yeah, they were pretty tiny. Like the little people and stuff, like the little army and were like insanely tiny, but the cars, yeah, were like, no, no longer in okay. like a quarter and stuff like that. Little planes, like I remember, mini, um, mini Hot Wheels almost.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Super, super cool, com- super cool commercials too for that yes. as well.
0: Yes. Oh um, yeah, man. I got to check that out. All right. How about uh, David B?
3: Um, I'm going to throw pogs out there, man. There was always oh. that big pog craze, especially when we were younger. Everybody had them, dude. And I played for keeps
2: dude i absolutely loved pogs as a kid man so great choice
3: did you ever like play and lose like your best slammer like you'd bet a slammer against somebody and fucking lose that shit dude Uh, and be like
1: damn it that's my best fucking slammer sad days and then your mom would be like where's your pogs at why do you have such little pogs and where's your slammer you're like i lost i lost it play for a sleeve
3: (laughs) we're all like gambling at school (laughs) like we used to play play along the side of the school dude as kids
0: Just I want that? to say they stopped playing for keeps, like that wasn't allowed at school. Yeah, school's like, bad, yeah. Oh, shit, dude. Same no, with we Pokemon did. cards, couldn't trade anymore. Oh, we played on the streets, man. Mm-hmm. Is- mm-hmm. Behind the sandbox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, fantastic.
1: How about you, Mr. Fig? Uh, dude, so many, man. So many, but I'm gonna go with the Mad Max Pocket Toys, man. You guys remember those? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like
2: little, like it'd be like one of the enemy's faces, and you'd open it up and it'd be like their layer that Mad Max can battle through and stuff. That's it, oh, man. shit. They were, they were rad. Dude, that's um,
3: almost like uh, the Polly Pockets, but they were like for the boys instead. So it'd be like oh, yeah. badass, like action stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's dope. Totally, Polly that. Pocket for dudes. Polly Pocket for dudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I had a a bunch of those, man. They're like little collector items that I had. I wish I had today, man, because they were just so much fun to play with and just really unique toys too, as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. did they have little? Uh, they had little figurines too, right? Yeah, you get like a little character. Some would come with like maybe like a villain of some sorts, and you can just sort of like walk. It's sort of like a small playset, you know, within your pocket, you know. Yeah. So. Like Chris said, a face of one of the villains would open up and there'd be a world inside, man.
0: Yeah, it's that's like a cool. Layer.
1: Layer. Yeah, that is
3: cool.
0: I, I bet that shit's worth money, man. If you can find uh, something boxed like that now today, get a pretty penny.
3: Dude, well, that's like another thing. I know we just did our lightning round, but Chris dropped Pokemon cards. It wasn't necessarily something I played. I never understood fully how to play with them, but just collecting them. I mean, we all mm-hmm. did that, man. It's technically... I know. I would say, toy.
1: yeah, I, I would say it's a 90s toy for sure. I, I honestly never played. I just collected them because they look cool. And Pokemon cards is, are what got me into drawing, man. I remember sitting there and I would just try to like retrace, or not trace, but like recreate one of the cards. And I remember getting pretty good at drawing Pikachu. And you know, people like, oh, that's <laughs> that's pretty good. And I was like, oh,
3: oh did God. you draw that man freehand?
1: I I, yeah, draw I, do have, uh, <laughs> I have a binder of Pokemon
0: cards still that has... Pretty cool drawings of uh, different Pokemon I tried, but that was about (laughs) it. But don't forget, y'all, I did not do my 90s toy. Oh, oh, uh, hey, hey, hey. Um, There's too many to choose from, so I looked it up really quick. But if you guys remember the Yakback? Yeah, uh, dude. A little handheld voice recorder, and you could basically say anything you wanted because just record your voice. And, and correct me if I'm not, it would play it back really fast or really slow or just play mm-hmm. it back like it was a fun way to be a parrot. Um, really annoying for my parents, I'm sure, but I uh, had one of those bad boys for the, for a little bit before I broke
3: it. Yeah, I remember those, man. They were awesome. And I think you're right. There was like three settings, and I think it was just like a switch for like reverse Slow mo, mm-hmm. or to speed it up. It's probably the Yak back too, because they
0: had
1: different variations. But, um, Yak back, baby. Nice, man. A-, a lot of these toys we're talking about, I never, I don't remember like what happened to them because I for sure didn't throw away my Mad Max toys, but just one day. You set it in your toy box and maybe you got too old for it and just never went back to it, man. It's pretty sad to think about, but like you said, I wish I would have kept some of this stuff, man, for just collecting, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe future, my future kids might want some cool nineties toys. Who knows? Oh yeah. It's funny. You don't think about
3: it at like in the, while you're using those things, you know, that they're going to have any value in the future, you know, especially when you're a kid and stuff, but you're right. I wish I had all that. I mean, it's the the worst thing,
0: like people are buying like unopened Lego boxes and stuff and just keeping them unopened uh, because they could go up in value and all that, which I agree. But I'm also like, man, I just am not in that hustle mentality, but I also regret it because I'm like, fuck, you could make hella hell of money.
3: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you could. That is true.
1: That is true. I definitely was an open the box kind of person, even like I have a few Funko Pops and my cousin collects some too, and he's like you take them out of the box i'm like I yeah see. man they deserve to be outside of the box <laughs>
0: yeah it's like toy story's real bro <laughs> like if it was a toy story movie there was a scene where the toys were like in the box so and they were like trapped
3: so the real question I have for Alex though is did you ever record a fart in your yak bag? <laughs> yeah.
0: I feel like that is a rite of passage, bro. You have I know uh, he did. You know he did. Like
3: you know, playing that in slow-mo was so hilarious, man. Um, I did doing a fart and
0: then playing it in reverse. I I want to <laughs> hear that again. <laughs> yeah. Um yes. Dude, that'd be awesome. So the reason I brought up the 90s or Big and I brought up the 90s is we also are going to jump into the realm of our favorite 90s sitcoms or favorite sitcoms in around that area. There's wiggle room there. We're not too crazy. But um, yeah, favorite sitcom. Why was it your favorite sitcom? We were all around. Uh, we weren't that old, actually. But still, we can remember these things. I know that you guys have something stuck in your head. I uh, had a lot of options to choose from. One of our friends here picked one that I was going to pick first. But my second best one was probably Friends. I think Friends was a good sitcom. Everybody here has heard of Friends, and everybody oh, yeah. listening, hopefully, has heard of Friends. Uh, came out in 94, and you know all the good homies. Matt LeBlanc, <laughs> Jennifer <laughs> Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matthew Perry, David Schwimmer, and a bunch of other people. It's but- a classic friends.
1: show, classic pick. Oh, yeah, dude. I still watch Friends th- today, man. Not as often as I did back in the day, but just reruns all over the place you know it's on it was on netflix for a while i think it's on hbo max now and you yes. can throw on really any episode and kind of still know what's going on and just laugh man it's just a all yeah. around just funny show all the characters had such great chemistry with each other too mm-hmm. i
3: remember it would just always be on to like after school like back when there wasn't a whole lot to choose from you know oh, and then yeah. it'd be like it'd be like friends like two episodes or so of friends and then like a rerun of the simpsons and then lead into some boring shit like xenon or xenon <laughs> Xena, Xena warrior princess uh, xenon
2: and Xena, i think hey guys i'm gonna jump in here and say we can hate on Zena, but xenon is my current <laughs> so. zetas lapidus be, yeah zetus lapidus dave <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm um, sorry. I know it was a slip is a awesome. <laughs> yeah. Friends to this day is still on every day. Like oh, I'm bored. There's nothing on. I guarantee you can find friends on a channel right now. I wonder <laughs> if it's still
0: syndic- it's syndicated, but yeah, if it's on cable, te- cable television, still like TBS yeah. or something.
3: They, or they still annually pull in so much money from that show, man. Oh, just the
0: bidding war to get shows like that on streaming now, like The Office and obviously Seinfeld, but um, it's huge. Shout out to my wife, Chelsea. She just helped us secure a win for the first time on Trivia Night last Wednesday. And the theme was New Girl, Friends,
1: and the office oh dude i would have killed it i wish you were there bro i just finished watching new girl 2 re-watching re-watching yeah yeah. but uh dude yeah friends (laughs) just one of those sitcom shows that just stand the test of time man because it's still pretty relatable today it's funny watching it as a kid like you mentioned dave you're a kid you watch it it was exciting it was funny to watch but as you got older you realize like oh i can kind of relate to these people now like chandler Mm -hmm. you know having his you know, views on his like job and life and then, Mm -hmm. you know, just your love interest and whatnot. As you got older, you're like, oh, wow, like I get this more often. So yeah, yeah, man, great pick.
3: I had to look it up, man. They received 2% of the syndication income, which is about 20 million for each person per year.
0: Damn, 20 mil each i do remember uh, hearing at the end of the season on on cable when it was still going that they were making like a million uh an
3: episode and they that all just went blew in my mind they all went in and demanded that they yeah. all get the same pay or, or they wouldn't do it so it was like damn yeah boss so good moves. for
2: them dude holy shit man it's, it's only about show, 22 though, minutes for sure. mm-hmm. the networks made sure that shit would never happen again
1: after we're <laughs> <a laughs> one and done deal <laughs> i know so that was my choice. Um, uh-huh. So uh, let me ask you guys this question. Who was your favorite of the main group? Who was your favorite character of the show Friends? Definitely um. Joey. <laughs>
0: I was going to say Ross, probably. I thought was just fucking funny, man, in a, in a, in a not trying to be funny way. Like he was always the butt of a joke or something.
1: I was going to say either Phoebe or Joey, man. I think they're both hella funny. I feel like it varies for me because I think I'm a a Chandler guy. I feel like I relate to him most (laughs) because I'm always joking. Very sarcastic. Uh, But like you said, Alex, I think Ross, maybe as I watched it, you know, in later years, it's like, damn, Ross is hilarious, man. Just his <laughs> physical comedy yeah. is like, yes. no point, man. You're like, dude, like he's being real like jumpy. He's always jumping or making like crazy faces. Um, I'll stick with Chandler though, man, just because uh, Matthew Perry, quite hilarious.
0: Oh yeah. All of them, man. I, mm-hmm. I I couldn't disagree with any of your guys' choices, but like you brought up that, that physical comedy. I feel like Friends is known for that. Throughout a lot of it, you see a lot of that just physical comedy with Chandler, Joey, Ross, uh, the girls too, um, but always something funny, falling, tripping.
3: I would say too, that show was like the last of that era and like that shit does not happen anymore, especially with like cable television where everyone was so excited about the storyline and ross and rachel and oh are they about to get back together and like when he was gonna marry the girl from england and that whole Mm, thing happened i remember like everybody in the drama was so like invested into the story and you don't really hear about that nowadays because there's just so much out there and there's so many great shows out there too but
2: So, uh, guys, Friends is probably known for being like one of the longer running shows on TV. They did a bunch of seasons. Would you guys say that they went on too long or do you think they kept it like funny and fresh until the end?
1: That's a great question, man. Yeah, I personally think they went on. I think it was nine seasons, maybe eight or nine seasons it went on, which, again, I I watch it all the time. I'll pick a season and I still think it's funny. So I think it went on like the right amount of time there might have been some plot points in the later seasons that you know i've read some fans weren't the biggest you know you know fan of certain plot points but i think it went perfectly and i, I thought it ended quite well too as well like it was a satisfying a satisfying mm. ending for those characters
0: yeah i agree Satis- satisfying ending i think it was 10 seasons but um ultimately all the characters they brought in and all the all the cameos um, almost makes that show too. Because while the group of, group of characters you can think are hilarious, all of us could probably pinpoint um, a favorite cameo of somebody famous today oh, that yeah. started off in that show.
3: Oh yeah, completely. And even people who were already pretty famous that came onto the show as well as the show got bigger. But I think it ran its course, man. And they left while they were on top. And I think that's when you should leave. I think once like the show starts dipping and stuff, it kind of hurts mm-hmm. the legacy of the show. But I mean, honestly, they probably could have done like two more seasons and made a shitload of money if they wanted to. But the cast, it seemed like everybody was just done with it, dude. And I agree with Big. I think they tied it up nicely. I know some people didn't like how you said certain plots points of in how they tied it up. So because I almost tied it up like sweetly with a bow with everybody. You so know? hard to please. Yeah. People
2: it was such a long running show. Alex, you brought up cameos in the show. It's crazy to go back and watch old episodes now and see people like Paul Rudd on there yeah. who weren't really famous at the time. And a lot of extras on that show or side characters went on to be like really famous actors. So mm-hmm. it's crazy to go back and see them when they were just up and coming. Really cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. I agree. That was really cool.
1: I think friends. I mean, I know other shows prior to friends probably had famous people on every once in a while but i think friends started like the trend of having like super famous people like danny devito or um they had brad pitt i was gonna say brad pitt yeah brad pitt (laughs) And, and they played parts, like, re- recurring roles, too. They sometimes would come back um, and just be kind of integral to the story, not just a cameo like, oh, I ran into a famous person. Like, they yeah. actually were part of the plot. Sometimes they ended up being just a quick cameo. But a lot of times you're like, oh, wow, they're really part of the episode. And, you know, like I said, integral to, mm-hmm. you know, pushing the the story forward for this episode. So I thought that was pretty cool for them to kind of get the ball rolling with that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. <laughs> What's Tom Selleck.
0: Tom Selleck, Phoebe's, exactly, yeah. Phoebe's brother, was a, a great oh, yeah. character uh, throughout the show. Just that kind of wiry, yeah, crazy dude.
3: guy. <laughs> yeah. And when she'd play Ursula as well, when she'd ever oh, made yeah, like, cool. little appearances here and there.
1: It, mm-hmm. It's funny how she... You obviously knew it was Lisa Kudrow, but she played Ursula so well, like as a different person, you legitimately thought it was a different person, you know, compared to like how Phoebe was in the show. Mm-hmm.
3: Dude, anytime I think of Phoebe, all I think of is Smelly Cat, the song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Smelly That's... Cat, <laughs> Smelly Cat. Yeah. That's like Where that, that and the Friends in <laughs> Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. That sounds great.
3: I'm sure that band even probably gets paid off of just that one song, dude. And I bet you they don't have any other hits.
1: Yeah, the I think they're called the Rembrandts. And yeah, I mean, just imagine your song like being so famous for 10 seconds like 10 seconds of a song because when i hear the song like fully i'm like oh it, it's past the part of the intro of friends it's yeah. still a good song but you're like oh it's eh, i like the, the 10 <laughs> seconds from the intro <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: they don't get a view unless it's 30 seconds into the song so yeah
1: and then uh like you said dave with like phoebe and smelly cat i feel like friends had a lot of reoccurring jokes too as well mm-hmm. like like ross like we're on a break or joey's how you doing like It was just, dude, and just even, like, that relationship between uh, Ross and um,
3: Monica, dude, they played that so well, man. Like, you truly believed that they were siblings. The episode where they had all their little secret, like, ways of insulting each other because they weren't allowed to, like, cuss and flip each other off in the house. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah dude.
0: Yeah, i thought that was a legit insult when they did that but i think it was just <laughs> created by friends i mean yeah. it was almost to me like when you do that when you cross your arms like that i thought that was a like a fuck you pretty dude, much
3: um uh did did you guys have like any favorite moments just that happened like can you pinpoint a favorite moment in the show that you remembered
0: yeah i think for me of course was a moment with Ross, uh, when they were moving the couch, um, up the, up the stairs and it was one of those zigzag stairs. And it's just one of those moments. And I guess they kind of, uh, ad libbed it or, or behind the scenes had so many outtakes because it took forever, but Ross is just like
2: pivot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: um, And that's like a classic friends quote. Um, that's mine. What about you guys?
1: Yeah, mine. Uh, mine involves Ross too, as well, where he has those uh, leather pants on, and he's on a date, and he's like trying to get them off, and he's using like like lotion and like baby powder, and he's. I think he calls Joey or Chandler, and he's just like freaking out. But just that whole sequence of him in the bathroom, his date's like, "What's what's going on in there?" He's like, "I'll be out in a second. <laughs> just, just madness occurs, man. So yeah, th- that
0: that would be mine. He always puts himself in shitty situations that he just tries to like lie his way out of not in a bad way, but
3: Dude, the one I was thinking of coincidentally involved Ross as well. But it's funny. I was almost going to change it up just so I didn't throw another Ross one out there. But uh, when it's like Chandler and Monica have been hooking up for a while now and I think everybody knows except for Ross and he's looking at that apartment across the way and he goes and he sees the view and Ch- Chandler and Monica <laughs> start like having sex and he's just like, no, no, like yelling. <laughs>
0: yes, dude. The realtor or the, the person helping him mm-hmm. is just like looking all fucking weird.
1: That's funny. <laughs> I was actually gonna say that one, but it's when uh, Phoebe and Rachel are trying to like get him not to look in the beginning episode and like they're like no 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 like he's about to look at the window he's like what they're like we're just so happy you're getting this apartment <laughs> yeah like, he jumps up and he skips he's like oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: no that was uh I remember that moment that used to be the naked guy's room or ha- or apartment that they right. always look yeah. down and see but naked guy yeah
2: yeah what about you chris did i have a particular one that jumps into mind but just anytime joey had to be like how you doing
1: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's probably the most famous of the cast like you know they're they're i guess like coined like phrases i think how you doing is probably the most famous one of friends
3: yeah completely dude it is one I was yeah, almost going to say any time Chandler would be like, can you be anymore? Like, <laughs> and then
1: <laughs> yeah. fill in the blank. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. Friends, man. Solid pick for sure. Probably go watch a few episodes after this pod, to be honest. Yeah. And yeah. HBO max.
0: It is hilarious. I think the one with the duck where they have the pet duck is worth a watch.
3: And the, the duck and the little chicken. Yeah. Dude. And remember when Ross had Marcel, the monkey. <laughs> oh yeah
2: dude there's so many it's funny dude great show But uh, i bid thee adieu all right guys i got the next one for you and it does count because it came out in 98 but i'm going with that 70s show
1: nice. classic nice. i don't even need to
2: ask if you guys all love it because yeah. i know you do everyone our age loves that show it's like one of those it's like we the do. sandlot you know you don't meet people who don't like it
0: mm. yeah guilty guilty is charged
2: Uh, So like I said, it came out in 98 and it started a bunch of people that came on to be really famous. Uh, Laura Preppin, Mila Kunis, Danny Masterson, Ashton Kusher, Topher Grace, Wilmer Valderrama, like a ton of people that got really famous. Some of them in a little bit of trouble now. Oh, Uh, yikes. Uh, But I really love the show. I don't remember when, if I started watching it from the beginning or when I picked it up, but I've definitely seen every season uh, multiple times. And uh, so let's talk about it a little bit, guys. I want to start off with who your favorite character in the show would be. Uh, For me, it's a real big toss-up between Eric and Kelso, which I know is like two way different ends of the spectrum, but I just love them both for very different reasons. So I could not decide between the two. Yeah. hey morph eric and kelso
0: together that's
2: really <laughs> your choice yeah dude little eric and kelso love child Just
0: be my favorite character <laughs> yeah you can't you can't go against yeah they both have totally different personalities in, in the show and the and the jokes they even like their chemistry together
2: as as characters is always a funny
0: aspect.
3: There, yeah dude hilarious
2: yeah, them is like an odd couple at times. It was definitely some of my favorite uh, parts of the show where Eric is like shy and, you know, doesn't want to do crazy stuff. And Kelso is just like, fuck it, man. We're going all <laughs> yeah. in. not even that's, think about what we're going to do next.
3: It's always funny how just <laughs> airheaded Kelso was too. Ashton Kutcher played that role so perfectly, oh, man. Oh
0: my God, yeah. He was insane. <laughs>
3: um i'll take it though mention on the mention of like being an odd couple between those two characters i was gonna throw red out there dude i always thought Red How was so so funny man but then also like the combination of him and kitty like just as a married older couple in the 70s like was so fucking they were hilarious man mm-hmm. the most funny parents ever of all time
0: Kitty's laugh dude like, even though <laughs> yeah. Red seems such like a grumpus, they <laughs> had great chemistry like they loved each other and they 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 complemented each other. Um opposites attract in a sense. He, like he any showed his love side.
3: Any episode at all where Eric thinks he's getting away with something with any one of the members of the friends dude and then Red just catches them? was always so fucking funny, man.
2: <laughs> or Red. when Red
3: is asking them to hide something from Kitty as well. You know? Oh, God, yeah.
2: <laughs> the best is when Red is threatening to put his foot up their ass, dude. Constantly, man. <laughs> you know, he said, I'll kick your ass or something like
0: that a lot. Yeah, I'll put my foot up your ass. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or dumbass. Did he use dumbass? A lot? Oh, that was his coin phrase, oh, yeah. man. <laughs>
1: dumbass. I saw, I remember watching a, uh, like, a compilation of him talking about putting his foot up their asses, and I just think as the years went on like the writers just got way more clever with it of like it's like how about you bend over and i take this foot and i just put it right up your ass <laughs> like but uh gold. yeah i would say for me man fez dude especially because as a kid people were just like you look like the guy from that 70s show fez. <laughs> <laughs> but i just think his comedic him you guys had mentioned calso with eric but i think calso with fez too was such a funny just combo and like anytime they had an episode with each other because they're both not the brightest you know in the group so they would always just get themselves into stupid situations they would banter back and forth with each other obviously feds Mm -hmm. had an accent didn't know because he's from another country like you know american ways of doing things so he would be like kind of confused and kelso obviously was just a dimwit hilarious lovable but a dimwit and just anytime <laughs> they got into like any shenanigans with each other it was just dude.
3: So, <laughs> yeah. so funny and also the dynamic with jackie how he loved jackie but jackie was with kelso
0: <laughs> oh yeah dude everybody almost loved jackie except uh uh fucking eric Eric, man i swear Um, speaking speaking of the ladies don't want to uh i think all of us would agree on this but uh donna man was like at the time she was like the girlfriend we all wanted like the fucking cool chick just hella funny um down to do all that fun stuff man or at least in the '70s, was like, oh, that's the girlfriend I want. Right. You yeah, know, she was I'll, like,
2: I'll take Mila Kunis, man. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she, you know,
0: um, Mila Kunis was that hot girl, but then you heard her talk, and um, like, uh, speak oh, for he... your,
3: speak for yourselves. I'll take Kitty. Me. Yeah. Uh,
0: I just hear Kitty's laugh right now. I'm not gonna turn, impersonate <laughs> that
2: one, but yeah. I
3: mean,
2: I... <laughs>
0: I don't oh know if that God. sounded
3: like her. <laughs> that sounded like the, the sounded like the
1: Joker, dude. Yeah, I know, <laughs> so like Kitty and that the like Joker. I
3: that like I sounded like a seagull or something.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, definitely needed you know their chemistry along with the dudes too as well to make like a just uh, again you know we, we we were talking about with friends and how they had such great chemistry with each other. Also that '70s show, man. I thought they had so such good chemistry, man. It seemed like they had a lot of fun behind the scenes too as well.
3: I feel like if these shows. And a lot of these sitcoms, sitcoms, sitcoms have the chance to make it um, like enough time to develop that chemistry, man, then that's when they really thrive. But if it's just like a show that just the writing sucks and stuff and there's not a lot of character development, that's where you just saw a lot of shit just drop off. I feel like yeah. but it's even worse when there were like really good shows that just were canceled, like. Freaks and Geeks, for instance, man. I don't know if you guys watched that when it came on. Me and my family oh, yeah. used to watch that. It was a great show and it just mm-hmm. didn't make it, dude. Another great show with all those actors went on to do, have very <laughs> prominent careers, you know, be very successful. So it's just kind of weird. But I agree, dude, the chemistry between all of them and they kind of grew up together. they were all pretty young for the most part. I think I saw somewhere Amelia Kunis was the only one who was like truly high school age when they started. I think she was like she 16 was or something, yeah. Dude. Yeah,
1: I think she lied about her age of being 18 to be in the show and it's crazy to think like her and Ashton Kutcher ended up getting married themselves like they're yeah. lovers in the mm-hmm. show yeah and end up killing
0: it still seeing them in some random uh, furniture and like appliance yeah. commercials and they were in like
3: Super Bowl commercial together last oh yeah Super Bowl
0: so keep the ball
2: rolling Chris what would be your standout scene or 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 moment in in seventy show. Ooh, I do have one for that seventy show. My favorite episode is probably when they have the bake sale and Hyde makes the weed brownies and Red <laughs> and Kitty and the adults uh, eat them and all get stoned out of their mind and it kind of flip the script on everything like it used to be like the kids would look at the parents and everything would be waving behind them but the parents looking at the kids and everything's yeah. waving behind them and red's kind of tripping out and then they're all in the circle down in the basement and the camera's spinning <laughs> like it would usually do with the kids when they're high and it's just funny to see all the characters like juxtaposition that's cool yeah the camera spin bro
0: that's classic i remember that moment exactly um seeing them all stony baloney before anybody
2: really <laughs> talked about being stoned it was never really yeah um, they don't say it outright in the show. Like we're high but you know i mean you know what's going on yeah it kind (laughs) of i always call it like a stash where's the stash
1: not like where's the weed
2: I don't think I realized it was weed the first time I watched
1: that show. It took me a minute to kind of. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't until get later. What they were doing. Too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the whole them being in like the circle and just the camera switching up. Is and like, there's like a fog machine in the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, they're just hanging out. And you got older, like, oh, they're, you know, they're <laughs> smoking in, rota- in the basement. <laughs> yeah. They're in a rotation right now, man.
2: <laughs> So, yeah, seeing Red and Kitty and everyone be the ones that were stoned for once was great. What about you guys?
1: Dude, uh, one of my favorite moments, uh, the episode where Donna finds underwear in the back of Eric's car. And she's thinking it's another girl. But then Donna's mom finds out. She's like, oh, shit, that was me and, you know, her husband, uh, um, (laughs) Donna's dad. And she goes, they're at the... I forget the restaurant that they're always hanging at. It's like the, like the burger shop. Yeah. And she's like, Eric, whose underwear are these? And like the mom, her mom walks in. She's like, Donna, those are mine. And like Calso and Fez are there and Calso just being who he was. He's like, Eric, you dog. They're all all proud thinking like he, you know, got with Donna's mom. And she's like, no, me and your dad needed to spice things up. But just the (laughs) way Calso said it, it just made that scene like so (laughs) funny, man.
3: (gasps) Oh, shit. Damn, dude. Dude, I don't know why, but the episode sticks out to me when um, Eric pants Donna <laughs> when they're playing basketball.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. She's wearing granny panties. <laughs> yeah.
3: And Kelso just, like, instantly starts, like, letting her have it, but that's But that's all I can really remember is that scene from it. But I remember that episode being pretty funny.
1: Yeah, that is a good one, man. So many... I feel like this show, too, had just those classic moments that you guys that we all, like, as fans always remember. Even some, you know, phrases, too. We talked about Red being, like, dumbass or Fez. You know, he had his... uh I said, good day, sir. He said, yeah. Fez, I said, good day.
0: Yeah, I think they had so many cut scenes and, and um, make-believe scenes. That's what I love. They'd always cut to something that was make-believe with all the characters in a different time frame mm-hmm. or historical moment. Sadly, I I am drawing
2: a huge oh. blank on an exact moment, but I just remember those flashbacks and stuff that they did throughout it. One mm-hmm. of them would be uh, like when that episode, the the Star Wars themed episode of The where everyone's into A New Hope, even Red loves A New Hope, and then Eric's like having the fantasies of him and Donna, and like she's dressed up as Leia and he's uh, Luke Skywalker and shit. Uh, but that's the first one that jumps oh, out, to dude. Me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that hilarious man and it and it just
0: nails it all the flashbacks
3: oh yeah dude the little side cut cutaway mm-hmm. scenes where like always a good hilarious. show can do that and make it last i do longer. remember an episode dude where i had to try it but where you go to a doorway and you press your wrists against it for like a minute or whatever and then when you walk out your arms will just naturally raise up in the air <laughs> kelso i think it was like the beginning of an episode or just something like it cuts to them and they're just doing that down in the basement and then he just walks and his hands just lift up and they're all like oh shit it works
1: yeah uh so chris i want to ask you this you had asked the question about the friends do you think that that 70s show should have maybe ended when eric left or do you think that maybe they went on for a season or two too much what are your thoughts on that
2: yeah, definitely. Uh, just like Friends, kind of went on maybe the perfect amount of time, or it kept it good. I think that '70s show definitely fell way off at the end. They brought in like some new characters, and it wasn't bad or terrible. It just definitely was no longer at the level that it was at before. And I, I like that in the end they brought Eric back for the finale, and I really think that they wrapped the end of the show up in a in a great way. So I I really like the finale. But yeah, the last couple seasons were definitely uh, more lackluster than than all Mm -hmm. the previous ones. After Eric left, it changed the tone of the show for sure.
1: Well, Eric left, and then Calso left too as well, and they brought in uh, Seth Meyers' brother, Randy, Mm -hmm. and everyone hated on him, including myself, man. I think he tried way too hard to be Eric and we were talking about morphing them together. I feel like they try to like have Randy be Calso and Eric at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm. Like, I'm funny, but I'm Donna's love interest. So oh, and, that's right. So so-
3: yeah, it was weird. I feel like his chemistry just wasn't there and they tried to force it, dude. Like it like how you were saying his character just I'd
0: say those shows any show you could probably think of is probably in peril when they lose somebody and still go i'm not trying to go too far into it but the office was one that popped in my head where it was like steve curl left it was like oh man
3: Any hit show that loses like a key character and they try to replace it, I feel like it never works out. Like I was even thinking of eight simple rules to date my daughter or whatever when Uh, John Ritter died and they brought in David Spade as like the cool uncle who was going to like live with them now Mm -hmm. and shit. And it just did not do well, dude, at all.
1: But but like you said, Chris, I think it ended well. It was a really heartfelt moment when you see Eric come back from I believe he went to Africa, right? To like
2: yeah, he joined the Peace Corps. Peace
1: Corps, yeah. yeah. So he came back. Donna sitting on the hood. It was kind of like the first time they became boyfriend and girlfriend. You know, he's coming back, sitting on the hood of his car. So I was like, oh, this ended. Even in the epi- you know, the season prior to this, maybe wasn't the greatest. Like you said, it did wrap up pretty well.
0: Yeah, I think so. I want to go back actually and watch it now. We were talking, so
1: yeah, I would say that 70s show similar to Friends, you can throw it on any season, any episode, and you'll laugh your ass off. It's really just that timeless of a show.
0: Oh, yeah, shout out to uh, Cheech, sorry, Tommy Chong, yeah, Tommy Chong, uh, amazing role in that show that was random as hell, mm-hmm. but uh,
1: I had to, I had
3: to shout. um, out. also shout out to Mitch Hedgeberg, too, RIP
1: holy shit oh yeah uh zach galifianakis too mm-hmm. or uh no, no sorry jim gaffigan Galif-
3: yeah Gal- i was like <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: jim gaffigan i was watching it not too long ago jim gaffigan for you people who don't know is a pretty well-known stand-up comedian hilarious he was on the show as hyde's boss i was like jim gaffigan was on the show <laughs> so just another quick cameo to shout out so cool. but uh awesome pick man mm-hmm. Hell yeah
3: Cool. That 70s show. Just really quick, we don't have to deep dive into this, but the spinoff that they made, that 80s show, oh, I was just, gonna bring it up. just wasn't that great, dude. But funny enough as it is, I looked it up recently because I did try to watch that show. I wanted it to be, I thought it was going to be the next big show. And um, Dennis from Always Sunny, he's one of the characters, dude,
1: <laughs> on the oh, yeah. show. He's the main, he's the main, he's essentially the Eric of the show he's but. i
3: think we might have talked about this before honestly now i that didn't
1: realize it. i never when watched Fig it says
3: that he's yeah. eric's cousin isn't he like that's the link
1: between um, the shows not that i can remember man it's been years uh, okay. that I've, since i've seen it but i think just i think it might just be its own thing but yeah he's essentially like a, a ripoff obviously it's the 80s show so it's supposed to be similar but it just didn't work quite as well
2: i was just gonna say i thought that that 80s show sucked
1: <laughs> yeah, it did, it it's suck, I thought it was
2: pretty fucking terrible. No scoops, and aren't mm-hmm. they doing now that '90s show? So yeah, were you guys just talking about that? Oh. Uh, no, that '80s oh. show. I don't dude, know if
1: they're doing that '90s show. I saw just earlier today. Uh, surprisingly enough, I saw a post about that 70s show came out like you said Chris in 1998 making a show about the 70s and then it said if they made a show like that similar today it would be about people living in 1998
2: well they they are it's going to be about Eric and Donna's daughter visiting Kitty and Red in Point Place for the summer it's called that 90s show <laughs>
3: holy oh, nice. shit dude. This, is, this is a real
2: thing i'm
0: not kidding dude set in now is 1995 Leah Foreman is visiting her grandparents for the summer where she bonds with a new generation of Point Place, Wisconsin. Oh, shit. I didn't
1: Kids know that. Nice. A eye of
2: Kitty. Kitty and Red are apprising their roles. Yeah, I'm like, what?
1: What? Isn't that crazy? and rock and roll never dies. It just Isn't that crazy, clothes. though, to think that? That's wild. We were watching it about the 70s. The 70s seemed so far away as a little kid watching it. And now kids are going to be watching, like, oh, the 2000 or 95, he said. I oh, had yeah, the 90s. Like, 90s? Oh, man. That's, that's a long time ago. Dude, I know, dude. 90s. That is
3: wild. Time fucking flies, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. Hey, all you shovel heads out there. Just wanted to make a quick announcement that we've received the most unfortunate news after filming this episode you're about to listen to that bob saget has passed away we did mention him in one of our answers tonight speaking on full house and we just wanted to say rest in peace to the legend and thanks for all the laughs over the years all right to uh,
1: keep this ball rolling what about you dave so i'm gonna throw boy meets world I was playing pig <laughs> 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 no um, I'm gonna
3: throw a show out there that uh, is probably one of the first, sitcoms that i truly watched and just for the category of like 90s sitcom it's like a golden era show it might have even started like in the late 80s i don't know but i think it was early 90s but the show is full house oh
1: yeah very, good. very yeah, good i would say late 80s but definitely was i think picking up steam in like the early yeah
3: 90s. yeah and definitely like i just remember I, it might have been on what was that that uh lineup of shows that they used to do on friday night what was oh, that
1: Oh, TGIF.
3: TGIF. I think it was on TGIF at first, or maybe it was the whole time. I don't know. And then it ended on TGIF, but I just remember being a kid and watching that show like with my parents and my siblings right before going to bed and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was just a good show, dude. Obviously it's a hit, huge success. So oh, dude. people like it. I, I, I don't really... I tried to give the new reboot a shot and I'm like, eh, it's like new generations like it, dude. And I know kids who love it. My niece loves that show, but But Full House, the original, man, is just classic.
1: And uh, for those listeners, Dave, who might not know the premise of Full House, what was it about?
3: So Full House was about a family called the Tanners who had recently lost their mother and it was Danny Tanner, who was now a single father with three children, three young girls that he needed to raise. And they were pretty young age, I'd say like elementary school age and a little baby. And he needed help. So his best friend came to live with him and also his brother-in-law, who his brother-in-law was Uncle Jesse, John Stamos. And Dave Coulier was, uh, uh, what was his name? Joey. Joey. Yeah, I don't know why I was blanking on Uncle Joey, dude. And then obviously you had DJ, who was the oldest daughter, uh, Stephanie, who was the middle daughter, and Michelle. And it was about raising these girls and all of the feel-good moments of those early 90s, late 80s sitcoms.
1: But uh, yeah, so Full House, man, did great pick. I, I Similar to Friends and that 70s show, just one of those shows that were on constantly, even after it ended, like rewinds like constantly, just always watching it after school. They would show, I think I even went from like Full House, then went to Friends because it was just like later in the day that, mm. you know, those Friends was on because people were off work. And just like we mentioned with the other shows, dude, the chemistry, man, like John Stamos, Bob Sag, Get Dave Coulier, like them playing best friends perfectly. And
3: then it was cool seeing how uh Jesse evolved over time to become like best friends with Joey, dude. Even more so than like Danny, you could argue, you know, because they weren't close when he first moved in the house.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Uncle Jesse, you know, in the show, he was like, I'm only here for you know a couple months because he was the rebel. He was in a band, rode a motorcycle. He was so
3: banging, banging all these babes, bodacious babes in the night <laughs> early nineties. Piece, bro
1: yeah and it's funny how his character evolved being like a staple in the young girl's lives. You know, and really like, oh, no, Uncle Jesse is a second dad to us, not just cool Uncle Jesse that would, you know, give us rides on his motorcycles and was off. So, dude, great premise for a show, too, man. I remember
3: early on, like even just touching on that, they had like the episodes where his bandmates were there and stuff and he got taken away from the kids and something happened where he was like, oh, Michelle needed her blanket and and I had it or whatever. And that's when he like stepped away from that lifestyle but I always imagine they were just like raging dudes like Jesse come over here like do another line of coke with us uh, <laughs> like this obviously- motorcycle group of guitar like you know like crazy I think he was living a crazy lifestyle before Uh-oh. he moved into that house man
1: yeah for sure and even you know the the girls too like they were really well good actresses for like little kids they were funny like Stephanie when she was younger she was funny Then obviously Alex you mentioned the Olsen twins they both played the role as Michelle when they got older too I'm like damn like how are these little girls so funny
3: dude i mean and speaking of catchphrases man like from that 70s show there's so many with full house
1: what uh what are your guys some of your favorite uh full house catchphrases
3: the top one hands down is cut it out yeah that was uh that was joey or uh michelle would be like you got it, dude and Mich- and uh stephanie used to go how rude
2: you guys don't burn me at the stake but I was never too familiar with this show to be honest Um... I've maybe only seen a Few full episodes in my life, dude. So, dude, and then uh... Kimmy,
3: Kimmy, Gib- Kimmy Gibbler's catchphrase: "Eat my ass." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whoa, this this sounds like it was pretty progressive for the
0: '90s, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, that seems like definitely um because it did. You say it came out late '80s, right?
3: I think probably '88. Yeah. If not, it was '90. Well,
0: only because like I was searching stuff. Is like, yeah, with Chris too. I didn't really watch Full House. I knew it because it was so iconic. So I knew like the characters and everybody. Talking about it, but uh, I've wa- I've watched a couple episodes,
3: but I don't know, I don't know what, yeah, I, what else a, I was
2: watching. But
3: it's a really good show, man.
2: It was definitely like a titan of shows back then, because like Alex, I know who all the characters were. When you guys said a couple of those catchphrases, I know some of them from like memes and stuff these days. I just, uh, yeah, I never got. I think I was just jamming on too many fucking cartoons and shit at that yeah. time. You know?
3: Oh yeah, completely. Cartoon, so. yeah. I feel like it was definitely a show like I was watching because my parents were putting it on and we were watching it as a family.
1: I I was going to say that, Dave, because I mean, not that your guys' families wouldn't watch Full House, but sometimes it's just what you watch on TV sort of is dictated by either your parents or your Mm -hmm. siblings. Because I know my little sister and little brother, they love Full House, too. So I think it was kind of like a combination of, you know, we're watching TV. It's like, well, what are we going to watch? It's like, well, Full House is on it. It's our turn to watch TV. So that could have been a reason why, too, as well, that I Mm watched it so often. But
3: oh, yeah, completely, man. I agree. That's why I was watching it.
1: But uh, I know know you guys didn't really watch it too often but dave i'll ask you this question what are some of your favorite moments from full house dude i mean there's
3: so many iconic moments early on like when uh danny and joey and uncle jesse would just sing the baby won't you be to michelle you know oh, yeah. loving teddy bear like i always think of that and just even as the show went on dude i used to think um Uncle Jesse's wife. I used to think she was so hot back in the day, dude, oh. when
1: I was a little kid. Oh, oh Becky, yeah. <laughs> Becky,
3: Aunt Becky, dude. Me yowza. No, I'm saying, yeah. but, but yeah, I mean, just so many, just almost too many to count, man. I always thought it was kind of cool, too, that DJ's boyfriend was Aladdin's voice and then they had an episode where they went to Disneyland and he was there and he was Aladdin, like.
1: <laughs> yeah. I gotta watch this shit. It's good. I mean, it, it might hit a little bit differently watching it as an adult, because it is pretty cheesy it's one of those i want to say like you said dave it was on maybe tgif maybe Mm -hmm. it was even like saturday mornings but just one of those fan family friendly shows where they always had you know the music it's kind of like somber it's like danny Mm -hmm. or uncle jesse they're gonna teach a life lesson to one of the girls be like or even to each other be like it's okay so it's it could be a bit cheesy but you know when you have that nostalgia factor connected to it you're like oh this is great shows man they don't make shows like this anymore
3: yeah and that was almost like the formula for sitcoms around that time too. And they fucking nailed it, dude. They just, and they had the chemistry as well. Like they convinced you that they were like a real family.
1: Yeah. Which
3: they yeah. like you do have that chemistry. I, all of them, they still keep in touch and they refer to each other almost as family. You know, they spent a lot of time together. And those girls, they were like little children when the show began. And when it ended, they were almost grown up. I mean, DJ, especially, and our DJ, Candace, uh Cameron. Who I found out was Kirk Cameron's little sister later on in life, yep. and
1: I was like, "Oh shit!" Growing Kirk pains, Cameron. growing pains, yeah. Yep. Um, you had mentioned the the spinoff show, Dave. I, I never watched it myself. I know my sister and family they watched it. They all really liked it. I guess maybe I just never give it a shot. I mean, it seems cool, but just kind of not what I really watch these days, but I'm glad Mm -hmm. that they had the opportunity to continue the show with these characters and, you know, it being successful. It's like, oh, you're just happy to hear like, I'm glad a show I loved as a kid came back and people still love it to this day. So
3: dude, I may be mistaken about this, but I'm pretty sure as well that Steve Urkel debuted on Full House and he did, he had such a big response just as a character that that's why they created the show Family Matters around that character.
1: I believe you're right, man. I've, cause I've heard that too. As well. Or that sounds really, really familiar. So I'm sure which that's... is
3: pretty cr- pretty crazy, dude. Family Matters was another great sitcom in its own right, man. I love that show. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, Dave, for Full House. Uh, I think it's one of those shows that maybe got prematurely canceled. Do you feel like it could have went on like a few more seasons?
3: I think it could have, man. And I wonder though, if it was the the actors though, too. It seemed like they had gotten to a point maybe where they were like, they were at a point where they might be done with it as well. But I I I think the last episode was when Michelle gets a concussion riding her horse and she forgets who she is. And it was the first episode ever that had both of the Olsen twins on it because her like subconscious self appeared to her when she was knocked out, like her memory trying to make her remember everything. And I thought it was a really weird way to like end the show on it was like a big event. I think it was a two part episode, like an hour long or
1: something, man. And
3: we watched it and I was like oh show's over now and they came out and like took a bow to the crowd and stuff and Full House was over dude.
1: Yeah from what I can remember watching like behind the scenes stuff they even though they ended it that show they didn't expect it to end like they knew prior a couple weeks you know before that or so they're like hey ABC is just not gonna renew you guys for another season so they made it somewhat of a finale. Yeah. Even, even though they didn't really want to because Michelle got her memory back. I think Steve you know her, him is him and DJ's relationship ended at one point so he came back for like her prom because she was looking for a prom date and kimmy's like i found someone who might want to go with mm-hmm. you. and it was steve so it was like oh they're all back together now michelle's good like i guess we could end on that even though it's not a true finale so yeah i think it could have went on for at least two to three more seasons man mm-hmm. fortunately you guys know way too much
0: about this and chris and i have nothing <laughs> so yeah, that yeah. was a, a good convo but i, I a- wish i could i wish i could add to it I yeah, it's about nothing
1: it's bound to happen man but what if i uh brought mine up man good old boy meets world you guys could talk about that right <laughs> a little more Hell just a little bit yeah
0: i think i think i don't know if chris has seen a lot of it but i haven't seen a lot unfortunately but i like the show
2: oh dude boy meets world fuck yeah i've seen a lot of this one man it's my mm-hmm. jam so yeah
1: dude. So, so boy meets world is just by far my favorite not just 90s tv sitcom but just favorite tv shows in general man there's a lot of good tv out there but i feel like boy meets world is one of those shows that just resonated with me as a kid and watching it now i rewatched it not too long ago i think i rewatched the whole series maybe two times <laughs> it's just so good man the character Um, So just a quick, you know, premise for people who may not know Boy Meets World. Starring Ben Savage, playing Corey Matthews, his best friend, Ryder Strong, uh, playing Sean, his older brother, Eric, Wilford Dow, hilarious. Danielle Fishel playing his, you know, love interest, uh, Topanga. Then you have his parents and just other characters. Good old Mr. Feeney playing William Daniels. Man, It's just a TV show about a young boy with his best friend and his, his best girl just getting through high school and even in college and just getting through life, man. Boy meets world. Now I get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a good, uh, what a good story that they, they grew over time. It wasn't a sitcom where everybody kind of just stayed the same age. Like they really did follow them throughout their life. Oh, and that yeah, that I remember clearly just seeing them from tiny little kids in high school, middle school, and then now grown up. They adults. did a
3: good, they did a really good job too, of like capturing what it was at each age. Like I remember the first couple seasons are kind of more playful and like, you know, junior high and Eric being the older cooler older brother who's kind of like you know the older brother not a jerk <laughs> but you know what I mean oh yeah and like, like the dynamic just changes and shifts as they get them, older picks they, them. yeah the show gets more serious pretty quickly well, I mean once they get into high school it starts taking on more of a serious tone and especially into college but then it almost gets like funnier too once they get into the college years man just an amazing show from beginning yeah. first season to the last season man love Boy Meets World
2: yeah like you're saying Dave they really hit the t- tone well throughout the show and I think we were at the perfect age to like grow up with the show where the lessons that they were teaching in the episodes you know like the the moral story you're supposed to get out of it was like would resonate with me really well like you'd learn a lot of good shit or see stuff that would relate directly to what was going on in my life and I think that's what made me click with that show a lot where I'm like damn this is like growing up dude boy meeting world and we were at that perfect age so I fucking love it.
1: Yeah like you said it's funny to because they were a little bit older than we were but you essentially grew up with the like I felt that way like I grew up with these characters you know I grew up with Corey and Sean they had their best friend moments and similar to what we were saying with like other shows as you get older you can relate with characters a little bit more because you just can you know you're an adult now so you see things from a different view perspective but yeah exactly like you said Chris we grew up you know watching this show and the moment the key moments that were going on in their lives we eventually went on with our lives too as well so that's what makes it such a a classic timeless show too as well
0: yeah just the Perfect mix of funny, serious drama. Um, I saw Dave cry for sure when he watched the finale. Oh.
3: um, I see, cool. there's multiple there's multiple, so many sad moments in the show that they the acting was on point, dude, and just still holds up. Like Fig said, I I've gone back and revisited Boy Meets World 2 and watched it from the first season. And it's almost like I love those episodes, but it's almost like, all right, when am I gonna start getting to like the later seasons, you know? But I started from the beginning and I still love all those episodes episodes are classic but
0: did they Dude. did they change the network did they ever switch networks or was it always on one channel it was, it was always on, on abc
1: abc and okay. then eventually disney channel picked up like the reruns ah that's new what episodes. i was thinking. yeah okay but uh i want to ask you this question a little twist on what we were asking about our favorite moments i want to ask you guys what's your favorite kind of real moment on boy meets her like when an episode got just real because boy meets her did that as funny as it was it had those real kind of like somber real moments of like, oh, shit, this is a a true, like, live TV show. Do you mean, like, the the very first one we remember? And you're like, oh, shit. like Yeah, like, something that just got super deep. you guys have any favorite moments of those?
2: For me, it would definitely be, like, I don't know, a specific instance. It happened several times throughout the show, but Sean dealing with his dad, and his dad always just seeming like he was, like, finally gonna turn around and be a good guy, and then always just fucking letting him down. Yeah, always leaving. That's why he was so super defensive and stuff, and, like, other people would be Optimistic that his dad would like be good. And he would always just be like, nah, I know that this is eventually going to be shitty. He always lets me down and like in different ways he did. And those ones always hit super like real for me. Like the comedy yeah. stops and you're learning Dude, some, some hard yeah. life. Well, even
3: to touch up more on that, Chris, an episode that's super sad. And one of the first, I'd say, like really just all around sad and great acting episode was he came back and he was like serious this time. And like how you said, Sean didn't believe him the whole time. And even Jack his stepbrother was in the scene was in the scene now. And Jack was like, what it's, he's back like he's here like this is awesome and he had good intentions and then he ends up dying and it was just a really sad episode and like jack and sean weren't like getting together because they're half brothers and jack was comes from wealth and all this and that and they're completely different you know and that him dying brought them together essentially and it was just a really sad episode dude that i would say that's i would even pick that one and there's so many to choose from but that i'd say that was one of the first ones like as a kid watching it i was just, just like oh man, it
0: like,
1: just ends sad, and you're like yeah, oh, yeah. There's no
3: happy. There's no happy ending yeah. to it at all. Man, it's just sad, dude. Keep- yeah,
1: that episode is like writer strong. The character. Uh, he plays Sean in the show. Like, I was like, damn, he did such a great job. Like he, I feel like he himself cried because an episode where he tells his dad, he's like, I'm broken because of you, essentially like you leaving. I'm broken. I'm not a good, I don't feel like a good person. And I was like, and I was watching it not too long ago. And I was like, holy shit, man. Like I knew this show got deep, but this is like, yeah. like real emotion acting right now. And dude, you know, and
3: just, even, even like a little bit before that with Mr. Turner, man, that was going to be another one, but God damn. Yeah.
0: What about you, A.B.? Um, not, unfortunately, a, a clear moment in my head. I do imagine them, remember them, you know, just chilling in some university in the snow or something. It was like a snow college. But Mr. Feeney, like he was always that guy who was dry humor, serious, and always taught a lesson, like always had a moral to his story and like was a true teacher. I always remember just looking at him like he did exemplify a fucking amazing teacher. Kind of weird that he followed them. Um, but hey, that's how
3: good of a teacher <laughs> yeah. That's what so I was going like, to say. Like, it was like I'm
0: going to college with you guys. <laughs> it was easy yeah, to but, overlook yeah. it
3: just because we loved the character but yeah. yeah.
0: And of course they're like well we want to keep the character but like well just he'll go to that college and teach them. <laughs> yeah. um, but just that that dynamic. I remember he always had something wise to say and something to teach probably every time.
1: Yeah. Perfect casting too for Mr. Feeney right like William Daniels oh, yeah. just like just exemplified like what a mentor should be and oh, I would yeah. say one of my favorite moments time touch on you know a little bit more of a a deeper touch you you guys had mentioned the the series finale at the end they're talking to him in you know the classroom from their high school they're like come on Mr. Feeney tell us you love us and he's like I certainly will not he's like you're my (laughs) students and just there's there's humor in it but then at the very end I legitimately feel like again these characters are crying because you know Sean tells him like you're the best person I know and he's like sobbing Topanga's you know that and the very end they all leave and then Mr. Feeney goes I love you all you know? yeah and you're like oh fucking onions I know in. so onion son such a good just all around just good tv show man that I feel oh, like yeah dude kids and families should watch today man I think you could really just get good life lessons out of it oh too, yeah as well.
3: I was just gonna say well let me ask you this fig since it was your pick what is your favorite episode if you can pinpoint it to one?
1: Ooh, favorite episode that is a good one man I would say the episode, hmm. there's an episode where Jack first comes back and they move into the apartment together. And Jack and Eric first meet each other <laughs> and they're like, like, like favorite color. It's like one, two, three. And they're like, they say the color, favorite movie, say it, one, two, three. And like, they're like so compatible. And Eric walks away. He's like, ah, oh, don't like the guy.
3: Yeah. And Jack, too, he's like, don't like him. <laughs> so you but, think uh,
1: stepbrothers got that idea from them almost? Maybe. But uh, Corey's, he has a class assignment where he's like supposed to. Film. It's like he's ripping off the real world and hilarious episode. Again, it, you know, Sean's not really comfortable being around Jack. Cause, like you said, Dave, he comes for money, and he just felt like, Oh, I didn't you didn't want to be in our lives. And Jack eventually was like, No, like I always wanted to be in your life. My my mom and my stepdad kind of kept me away. And Corey's recording the whole time, and then he realizes, like, oh shit, like this is a real life moment that I should stop. Let me put the recorder down and be a best friend to my friend who's going through a hard time and stuff. So I would say, just off the top of the head, that's probably one of my favorite episodes. Mm -hmm. Hilarious and deep, too, at the same time. Oh, yeah. Such a true
0: matureness going from immature to mature but then also keeping that goofiness but but realizing hey i'm growing up now like there were so many moments they're like hey I, i i shouldn't be doing that anymore like i'm i'm older than that now or i gotta grow the fuck up exactly
3: dude and you bring up even just jack and eric man from that first moment they met it was funny and they brought so many good scenes to boy meets world from that point on dude
1: yeah oh their chemistry was hilarious i mean jack was he was funny in his own right he's a little bit less but just the situations that Eric would get him in and of course Wilfred Al just later on in the season oh the my
3: series. gosh yeah oh, became so funny man oh my gosh um his relationship with Mr. Feeney too was always great towards the end Feeney
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you guys? Any uh favorite episodes you guys can think of?
2: Well, I mean my favorite thing about Boy Meets World definitely is its spin-off, Girl Meets World. So any episode <laughs> from that, I would say is, you know, just standout, superior. Um my go-to. Yeah. Spin-off, I know you guys would all agree man. with me for sure. Wow, wow. Hey, wow. hey man, wow. so
1: so speaking of girl meets world I didn't watch the whole series I only want because I just finished boy meets world I was like I want to check out girl meets world but only the episodes where the old OG cast members
3: came. I've watched those too, dude I did it on YouTube
1: <laughs> and uh, the, the show it's meant for for kids of this age whatever not my cup of tea but seeing them all these cast members come back for this show again similar to what I was talking about with full house it was great man it, and they all seemed like they had that same like chemistry like Corey with Sean, you know, after 20 years. Oh, yeah,
3: completely. They're back
1: at it. Wilford Dow coming back. Still so hilarious, man. So,
3: Dude, I was going to say, you're exactly correct. The chemistry was still there, man. And my sister watched that. Like, if you have kids that are at an age where they can enjoy that show, then it is a good show as like a parent. She was like, dude, I love, I we loved Girl Meets World. She was like, all the old characters, like you said, Fig, those episodes are, they pick up right where they left off. And it's like such a nostalgic feeling for The parent watching the show and then the kids like it for the new. Kids, but I was gonna say for me, it's it's really hard to pick just one episode, man. But the one I'm gonna pick, I believe it it turned out to be like a two part episode. But it was the prank war that they had in college, oh, and yeah. nobody wanted Eric on either side, and it just kept escalating. And he's like, it's gonna get to a point where people are gonna get hurt, and then eventually it did, and they they posted up a picture of Angela or not Angela, but of uh, Rachel in the like area where everybody hung out in at their college. And it was just a huge blown up, like sexy picture she took for Jack. And I remember as a kid being like, oh my God, like they have this on TV. And like, if you watch it now, it's just like her covered up. Like it's really not that bad. And she overreacts so bad over it, dude. (laughs) It ruins all their friendships and that introduces us to Plays with Squirrels, who is oh. Eric in the future. And it's a hilarious episode, dude.
1: Agreed, man. He even uh, came back to Girl Meets World as Plays with Squirrels. Just just that, you know, physical comedy acting too with Will. I,
3: I just had the brilliant idea to be Plays with Squirrels for Halloween next year.
1: You, you totally should, Dave. Totally you guys, should. I'm
2: really glad that sparked a great conversation, but I was being completely sarcastic about my love for Girl Meets World. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to well, put that out there. Oh, well, we know, man. <laughs>
1: hey, we're we're big aficionados. What about UAB? Any favorite episode that comes to mind of Boy Meets World? Um, unfortunately, I can't really I can't really picture a lot.
0: Unfortunately, but going back to what you said, the comedy, the physical comedy, that was another show that I remember. Um, the two best friends just kind of being goofy and just really animated with their bodies really animated with their voices and the noises they would make you know like you're saying Feeney like stuff like that (laughs) where it's just him saying Feeney but in those goofy ways that so many different actors even Topanga had moments Mm -hmm. where you know very very like animated and just cartoonish at times oh yeah
3: dude I feel like they really came into their own like when they graduated high school and headed into those college years and those were just really fun seasons dude like great writing and you can tell I think they ad-libbed a bunch too and their chemistry was just that great that it's hilarious man Um, I, I know I saw like a reunion show at like 10 years later or whatever and they did bring that up that Eric in those years and even Corey Corey and Sean dude were are hilarious in the college years man and their relationship but they would add them lines and it was just like all of them would break like especially when Eric would do the Feeny shit dude like it all was just him coming up with shit off the cuff and it was always really hard for them to keep a straight face dude right
1: i believe it man i mean yeah it's just you know like we talked about just great chemistry and i think the show i mean i want to say it went on for like the perfect amount too I-, I would say it's one of my favorite endings to a tv sitcom too as well like it was again you know just a very satisfying way to see characters that you love and you grew up with having a happy ending you know so to speak because you don't really see what you know goes on after the life you do in girl meets world so like i said it was nice to see then come back and you know be happy and whatnot but just the ending of Boy Meets World prior to Girl Meets World, knowing what was going to happen, you just think to yourself, like, wow, like this is this is great. And you know, even Sean was like, I don't have anywhere to go. Corey's like, Well, you're coming with us. And you're like, Oh yeah, like they could be best friends, and you know, keep going, keep getting keep their shenanigans going wherever they're going. So yeah, did it end with Topanga pregnant or did they did it end with them having a kid? Uh no, it ended with they uh they were moving to a new place uh to Topanga was going to start a new career and Corey was like I don't want to leave and eventually you know after some wise wisdom for Mr. Feeney being like no T- Topanga needs to to do this and I'm her husband I need to you know back her up and that's why they ultimately left uh, Philadelphia where the show takes place
3: Mr. Feeney baby I was going to say Feeney is the best just how you guys were talking about earlier he he played that mentor role so good and you it was so believable as a child like listening to him to really buy into that how Alex was saying that teacher. I want like just teacher role, you know. And I always wondered if he researched like with teachers, you know what I mean, for that role specifically and tried to like just see how they were in the classroom and stuff with their students. But also I looked up he is 94 years young. God bless him, dude. So Bam. keep on
1: keep on keeping on, Will William Daniels. Protect that man at all costs, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Feeney, great actor, man. Or great character, I should say. Hey.
3: Well, I know we've brought this up in the past, man, but just to touch on, I feel like we have to bring it up that we were a little crazy. I don't know why we did this. It was a lot of fun and we put a lot of effort into it, but we created character profiles
1: of Boy Meets World on MySpace. when we were in high school on yeah. MySpace.
0: When catfishing, yeah. we didn't know it was catfishing, but we, we were people, catfishing people. Yeah,
1: on MySpace and people legitimately, it was like a fan page. It's like, oh, I love mm-hmm. whatever character we were like, and you would interact like, hey, this is uh Corey. <laughs> yep.
3: And we... We'd go to each other's pages and be like, "What's up?" I was Jack, and I'd go to like whoever. I think you were Sean, and be like, "Hey, little bro, like, do you want to go hit the uh,
1: Let's whatever? Go to, later? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Chubby's, man. Get a break. Chubbies, yeah."
0: <laughs> I know we really didn't put. We probably put a solid week like being online and active with it, but I'm sure it dwindled quickly after that.
3: Knowing us, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we like. Well, I remember the other characters would like come and try to interact with us, and some of them would be mad. Like, I'm the real Corey Matthews. Yeah, this guy's an imposter Mr. and stuff. Yeah, it made me wonder, like, who were the people behind those guys? Like, because I know us, and we were just having fun, and we were a bunch of friends, but who were the other people pretending our, uh, to be these Boy Meets World characters?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, fun times for sure, but let's uh keep the ball rolling. Gonna hand the shovel over to AB. He has some two-second tunes for us.
0: Two-second tunes. You only got a little bit of time, baby, go. Two-second tunes. You only got... One, two. All right. All right. Let's do a little two-second tunes, gentlemen. Dave did a great one last, so I'm going to try and continue the tradition and do 90s sitcom Ooh.
3: TV shows. Surprise, surprise. Let's get it. I'm coming to play.
0: Uh, funny that Dave said this. I am predicting that Dave might fucking win this. Um, no, but he yeah. will not.
1: Good. Will Thank not.
0: you. Bring the heat. Mm-hmm. And I brought a twist to the game. So I want you guys to roughly, I'll play two to five seconds of a a favorite 90s sitcom intro theme. And I need you guys to guess the theme. theme. And whoever does it first, you have the option to guess a little more for points. But the year that it came out, if you do not get this correct, one guess for the year, then it goes to whoever we deem necessary. And they get to guess. Only one guess for the year. I don't want it to get crazy. So there's an option for a rebuttal. Okay. I like it. Let's go. And two seconds. I'm going to start it off with a beloved show that we all love so dearly. South Park. Oh. That is correct.
1: 1997.
0: That is correct. Woo. Damn. I I have it written down and paused. So, yes, that's good. Dave, you will if you also have an option to do it. But Fig came in, so you got it. 97, so a good rebuttal. And we just talked about that. So, yeah, one point to Dave, one point to Chris. Fig. All right, here we go. And that was round one. We're going to do it quick sticks. Round two.
1: Seinfeld. Seinfeld. <laughs> what year, baby? 94. No, I'm going to guess 1990. Hmm. I'm going to allow Chris to guess.
0: 92. Hmm, damn. It was 89. I'm sorry I tricked oh. you guys there. Oh. Um, I realized that was a. It was a top one when I, I searched it, so I think it was
3: at the cusp of it. I was going to say to you for a pick, I almost picked Seinfeld yeah. just because it's almost blasphemous that we don't have it on the list. Right. But there's so many shows, man. There's so yeah. many shows. So it
0: started in 89, so it ran through all of the 90s, mm-hmm. right? So Another classic. Another one uh, I really I didn't watch know. a lot of. So classic.
3: That was my dad's favorite show. Really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> they're just like, I, I love how people say, compare Always Sunny, and they say Always Sunny is like the crackhead version of Seinfeld. Or <laughs> yeah. Like, it they're really a whole other level of crazy. Mm-hmm. Just doing petty shit. But nicely done. I'll, I'll, I'll round the point to Fig if he wants, but yeah, Dave got the uh, title of the show by a hair. All right, jumping into it, round three. Alex, or uh, Boy Meets World. Or you say yeah. Alex Mack? 1993. (laughs) Nice. Boy Meets World, 1993. Here's a a twist question for you guys. And Dave, you can answer as well. How many intro songs did Boy Meets World have? Two. I'm going to say they had four or five. We are going to go to the producers on that one and find it out in a minute. But I did when I was searching find out there's more than two for sure. And I think there's at least three. So Fig, you might be
1: correct on that. That's yeah, the that's first my, one, right? The very first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, uh, Alex, you guys remember the show, Alex Mack? From yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought you were saying. Well, yeah.
3: Then the second one is like when he's runs out of the house and gets in the convertible with Topanga and Sean, right?
1: Yeah. And then there's two versions from the college year. So there's, yeah. I think four, maybe four or five. Four, there might yeah. be, there might be another one sneaked in there.
0: <laughs> we'll have to go back and find that. I'm, I'm having a hard time actually finding the exact number of but... I was just trying to find it, and I was going to actually play a couple just to throw you guys for a curveball, but I just remember the classic When This Boy Meets World. Yeah. Like, what Mm. season was that?
3: That was, like, the college years. Yeah,
0: maybe even
1: high school years, and just
0: the the visuals changed. Killing it. Boy Meets World, 1993. Nicely done. All right, moving on down.
1: Fresh Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I'm
0: going to guess 91. Fresh Prince of Bel Air is correct. It is not
3: ninety one. I'm gonna say ninety four. Sorry, bud. Ninety six. My answer was nineteen ninety. Oh,
0: yeah, so, oh. Fig so close. Coming in hella close again. Didn't really, Dude. didn't really watch a lot of it
1: either, sadly. But I know oh. about it. Watch it I Watch now, a man. lot of that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Fresh Prince. Uh, another. Dude. It could have its own podcast, just Fresh Prince. Yeah, Dollar. talking
0: mm-hmm. about good morals and stuff. The stepdad or his his uncle, who was that? Uh, yeah, his
1: uncle.
3: His uncle. uncle.
0: Man, uncle he Phil. just like had so many moments where he just like showed you what it was to be like a good person and stand up for what is right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, rest in rest peace, in,
1: Uncle Phil. For rest real, peace, Uncle Phil. Why don't he want me, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. dude, that's one scene too that always gets me. That's sad. yeah, well. I know, dude,
0: killing it. All right, we're gonna just keep going. I don't know what round it is. I lost track.
3: Oh, that's a uh, whatever happened to Family you Matters? Full
1: House, Full House, Family Ooh, Matters, Family, family matters. matters. Oh, I always confuse them, dude. Yeah. Damn it! I'm gonna guess. A... I'm gonna guess 1988.
0: Full House came out in. No, it's Family Matters. Sorry, Family Members. But <laughs> family Matters came out in 1989. Another Ooh. another oh
1: they didn't get the guess. <laughs> yeah oh,
0: yeah, oh yeah. sorry, my bad guys. It's all good. Oh. Yeah we're gonna give that one to Chris. Dude, i to <laughs>
2: see what a guess <laughs> I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm always, I'm always a year off, man.
2: Yeah, dude. I'm not you gonna gonna get right any there. other points, so I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, hey, the show ain't over yet.
1: Yeah, I have TV trivia that you'll for sure get some questions. It's for. a rare condition.
3: This day yeah. and age. <laughs>
0: yeah dude good song all of these and it'll songs.
3: show them and then it's like a freeze of them <laughs> <Yeah. like that. laughs>
0: all right rounding it on down that went to chris figueroa big yeah yep. nicely done closest for the year too so all right this is a tough one friends, friends. oh 92 friends you guys jinx that together not 92 sorry oh man
3: 91 19.
0: not 91
3: I'd say 1994. (laughs) 1994 is correct. Yeah. I've said that for every single one, so I'm glad (laughs) it was right. Uh,
0: I got to go to the comment section on this one. The guy said, this show gave us unreal expectations about friendship. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. Maybe. I guess they, they don't work. They always hang out at coffee shops and at their apartment and bang each other and nobody's actually working.
3: So, well, they actually do, but we're just watching them, I know.
0: We're watching them. the scenes. Yeah. It's like
1: how I met your mother, where like they're always in the bar. Oh, yeah. And I'm just
0: like, God damn, man. they're all alcoholics.
1: <laughs> there are uh, a lot of people compare How I Met Your Mother to Friends. And there's an mm-hmm. episode of How I Met Your Mother where they're hanging out in a coffee shop and they're like, This sucks, man. It's like hanging out <laughs> in a bar is way cooler than hanging out in a coffee shop. <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's a total dig on friends for sure. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Great job.
0: Coming in hot, we've got five more to go. <laughs> five, five more. Five more. I'm throwing them at you, y'all. Yo. Ooh, here we go. Okay. So there's still a chance, Chris. I'm telling you, bro. Think back. Uh,
1: Fraser. Yep. Nope. That isn't. Oh,
3: oh, it's a. Um. Ah, oh, shit. Something like. I want to give away a clue, but that's. It's is it bad, like it um, something people really you? mad people, about? Is it mad about you?
0: Kind of close, but no. People really love this guy.
3: I know. Oh, everybody loves Raymond.
1: Everybody Goddamn. loves Raymond. Oh, I was like, I know this. Raymond. Info. I'm gonna guess 90. <laughs> I'm gonna guess 96. I'm gonna guess 95. 1996 was the correct
3: answer. Ooh, nice, man. Yeah. Nice
1: good job dang fig on the years with this he's are right on the money just useless knowledge man that i have that serves no purpose but this game right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey it's uh it's a skill it's a talent everybody has one
3: this could be a trivia category man and we would do good in it <laughs> Hell yeah dude
1: i have some songs. good ones for you guys just wait okay hell yeah all right we've got
0: a few more so it's gonna get down to the tiebreaker prepare yourselves
3: Third Rock from the Sun.
1: Damn. Nicely done, Dave. That was good, man. I sounded, I thought it was Drew Carey at first, but yeah. Did what it come out Carey in 1996? 1996 was
0: correct. Ooh, wow. Good job. That seemed about, felt right. 80. It felt right. One of those shows I think underrated. I didn't watch nearly enough of it, but John Lithgow, uh, Joseph so Gordon, Lev, Levitt in it. They play A. What's her name?
3: Uh, the, the lady, I hate that I don't know her name, but she was on SNL back in the day she was like one of the original oh, cast Redhead? Members. oh she was she played his boss or like his uh co-worker he was like a professor or something at a university or a school and oh, wow. she was like another teacher or something
0: definitely a, a award-winning show they got a they got like eight
3: emmy awards for it dude so. joseph gordon levitt he uh-huh. was like an old alien but he was like the youngest in the family and had oh, to like go to funny. high school and stuff <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Makes you want to watch that again. Yeah, that's hilarious. Because I want to say if John Lithgow was the oldest and he was, if he played like a younger person in his body too. Um, all right, we're going to narrow it down to the final two.
3: Ooh.
0: So this one goes back to the 90s.
3: Honey, I'm home.
0: The dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Oh,
3: Chris got it. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
0: Hell yeah, dude. 91. 93. Uh, Damn, dinosaurs came out in
3: 1991. Oh, oh bitches! On the we got board, a super, son. got a super fan.
0: Holy shit! Yeah, dude, it has quite the intro, y'all. 35 seconds into that intro was what I just played. So it has this whole big like moment where he's
1: stomping around. If you remember, dude, not the mama. Yeah. yeah. Uh, great, yeah freaking great show man great 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 show mm-hmm. my
3: cousin had that baby and it was like a drawstring doll you know and it would say yeah. all of his little lines from the show yeah do you remember the baby's name
0: <laughs> i don't um randomly it was in the comments baby sinclair
3: i think <laughs> i never would have guessed that
1: no <laughs> not i was like baby red no that's yeah funny. but the 90s I man i don't remember I say like
3: wreck Rex, or something
0: what it was on
3: I think it was on TBS or Fox or something. Maybe not. TBS wasn't around. TBS. Oh, man,
0: dude. They had so many shows in the 90s, y'all. I think it might have been on Fox. Yeah. Fantastic job, Chris. And uh, the other Chris Figueroa coming in really close there. All right. Last one, guys. This one's a good one.
1: Thank you for being here. Golden Girls.
0: Ah, 1990. Ooh. So... Fig was incorrect, but he was in the correct years. 88. Oh. Damn, no. I threw 90 out there already. Yeah. All right. It was 1985. Ooh. Oh. And I know I was cheating there. I mean, you guys don't care, but
1: uh, also just a big shout out to Betty White. For, yeah. Uh, for, for a great show. Dude, uh, the next time I have a drink, man, I'm pouring one out for her because Betty White, 99, man, two weeks away from oh, her. The day after your birthday, Dave. I know, dude. She almost made it, man. I mean, 99 is a huge
3: accomplishment, but it's crazy. She was preparing and was healthy, you know, Mm -hmm. for that next birthday. So just wild.
0: Is there a drink called a Betty White? I don't know. I thought of that when you said fig. I am going to have a drink, but
3: I'm sure there probably is. Sounds like a Betty
0: White would be the name of the drink,
3: but. If there isn't bartenders out there, make one. All you bartenders that listen to our podcast, make a Betty White. Dude. Betty White has a drink named after her. It consists of silver tequila, grenadine, lime juice, and lemon lime soda. Ooh, sounds pretty oh, damn good. Yeah, that sounds, <laughs> sounds delicious. Yeah. Oh, that sounds really good, man. I'll have yeah. that the next
1: time I go out, man. <laughs> tequila, it's almost like grenadine, a Shirley Temple.
3: It's almost like a Shirley Temple with tequila in it, it seems like. Yeah, with so spray. And lime juice.
0: And lime juice. Damn, dude, that sounds so good. Yeah. Shout out to fucking Betty White. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that show I actually didn't really watch a lot of, too. But just the 90s, man, how all of these shows are so iconic. I mean,
3: did you guys see the meme? Sorry, but with Betty White, where somebody somebody like tweeted it or something, you know, and how that circles around. And she said, like, Betty White was such a saint that she went out in 2021 so that we wouldn't have to start 2022 with, like, a really shitty thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, man, she's like, hey,
1: I don't want to do that to them. It's going to suck enough (laughs) as it is. So (laughs) Nice, man. Uh, Good selections of songs, though, man. It's a lot of fun. Had fun doing it. And
0: congrats to probably Dave or Fig. But shout out to Chris for nailing
2: dinosaurs.
3: Yeah, Chris really came in hot with dinosaurs, dude. (laughs) Squeaked in there, man.
2: You know what you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right, fellas, uh, let's keep it on going. A.B., good two-second tunes. Uh, I have a TV trivia game for you guys, so let's roll into that. All right, friends, like I mentioned, I have some TV trivia questions for you. So I'm going to just change it up a bit. I have individual questions for each of you. Oh, But the kicker is... If somebody doesn't know their answer, whoever wants to chime in after that, give them some time. If they tell us, like, I just don't know, somebody else can hop in with the answers to get points. So, you dudes ready? I dig mm-hmm. it, yeah. All righty. This question is for Big Dave. We were talking about this show earlier, The 70s Show, man. What state does The 70s Show take place?
3: Wisconsin.
1: Ooh. Ding, ding, ding. Bonus question for anyone who wants to answer this. What city does it take place in? Madison. Mm -hmm. Point
0: Place.
1: (laughs) Chris is right with Point Place. Ding, ding, ding. I fucking read that earlier too, dude.
3: (laughs) I couldn't remember. I was going to say Pleasant something, dude. Like Pleasantville or something.
1: (laughs) All righty. So we were talking about Betty White in Golden Girls earlier. So this question is for Chris. What was Betty White's character's name in Golden Girls? I have absolutely no fucking clue, man. <laughs> Gloria? Close. Well, I think that's a character's name. Not close to her name, but I think that's a character's name.
2: Be- best old lady name I could come up with. Lorraine.
1: Anyone else, Dave? Oh, I know this is wrong. Ruth? Ooh, that was That's the brown-haired girl. Is it Betty? <laughs> her name is rose
3: rose oh. damn it dude
0: ah, a rose by that. any other name dude that older lady man was quite hilarious in it the oldest
2: Arthur of the, of the bunch <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> she was probably one of the funniest oh yeah all righty so uh i guess i'll just take that point for this round ab <laughs> question for you a show we haven't talked about yet but i think is one noteworthy to be in a classic Married with children. Mm. Good old Al Bundy. Mm-hmm. What was his job, Alex? Oh, man. He was like a
0: trade. So I want to say it was like a plumber mm. or a TV salesman.
1: Mm. Uh, somewhat in the right area with salesmen, but no, those are incorrect. Can I guess one more time? Yeah, guess one more time. A car salesman. Mm. Still on the right track, but no. I'm going to throw oh, a sure. salesman.
3: Mm. No. He was a shoe salesman, right?
1: Ding, ding, ding. Damn. Shoe salesman. So Dave gets that point. Uh, very close, man. Very close. I was like,
3: damn it. He's going to say it, dude.
1: I knew that. One. Oh, dude. I felt. I guess salesman was close. Alrighty, Going back to Dave. You had mentioned this earlier, Dave. Growing pains. Mm-hmm. What was the last name of the family? That would be The Seavers. You are correct, sir. Mm, The Seavers, man. That's another classic Good Heart felt like family TV show, man. Funny, but it had its moments of like...
3: When they started running it on the Disney Channel, that's when I started watching it, dude. And I love that show, man. I've seen every episode and I'd say that's one of my all-time favorite sitcoms, dude. Do you guys remember when that shit happened out here, dude? With the cable channel? It was an episode of Growing Pains on, like it would come on at like two o'clock or whatever, you know, so you'd get home from school and you're like watching it. And it was like a cutaway scene where Mike's like, I could just imagine it now. And it was like, and right when he did that, dude, it just like popped up on the screen with like a hardcore porn and it just started going. And it was somebody at the cable station, dude, like did did it on purpose. And yeah, they... They were talking, they cut it instantly, but if you were watching it live, it came on for just like straight close up for like two to five seconds. I was watching wow. it with Brooke, Brooke and Haley, and like I think Brooke, one of Brooke's friends, and we were all just like shocked. <laughs> what? I never yeah. knew that, man. Yeah, it was pretty, uh, that's when crazy. David
1: knew. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's when it became my favorite show. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was also gonna say uh, Leonardo DiCaprio got his start on that show too. Oh shit, crazy enough. Alrighty, so next question is for Chris. We had talked about this earlier and I was like, ah, oh, shit, I didn't want to say the answer. But Chris, back in the 90s, ABC had a lineup on Fridays. What was the name of that lineup? TGIF, baby. You're correct, sir. Uh, yeah. I was like, yep. we, we talked about it earlier. I was like, damn. I was like, hopefully <laughs> they don't remember. Or but, for, uh,
2: for all our uh, young listeners out there who aren't hip on that old lingo, that means thank God it's Friday.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, How exciting was it? You got home Friday from school. Your mom's like, we're ordering pizza. Boy Meets World was on, Full House, Family Matters, just classic. 90s tv shows dude there oh, was man. no
2: there was no tracking the pizza or anything now so it was just like you know a magical doorbell ring out of nowhere oh, like, hell yeah.
1: pizzas here. i know
3: in your time you're
2: like has it been of course it always felt longer than it was but yeah
0: you're just mm-hmm. like
3: man it's been taking forever yeah or i even up. remember just like uh sleepovers dude like at cousins houses or something and tgif was always a huge staple of a lot of those sleepovers Mm-hmm
1: hmm agreed oh yeah all right ab next question is for you my man so another super classic show we didn't get a chance to talk about home improvement damn and so this question is they the next door neighbor wilson had famous musician cousins which were who and they even sang on the show too with uh tim and uh what was his wife's name jill they had a little yeah. oh, they had a little harmony going on mm-hmm. who, were, who were those musicians like what music group was it
0: um I don't know so my guess is going to be the Allman Brothers um oh. was it yeah dude I was gonna ask for a hint but man it's
3: a good uh, question was it uh ZZ Top I Ooh. think ZZ Top
1: might have been on there but not they weren't Wilson's cousins no okay fuck Chris um, you wanna take a guess
2: um Fleetwood Mac <laughs> Yes, that no. be
1: good. I'm just gonna do a gesture, and you guys see if you guys can. The beach oh, uh, boys, Twin and fire. Beach boys. Fuck, game. <laughs> Yeah, the beach nice. boys,
0: and fire. Dude, great uh, <laughs> episode. Can you That's do that motion time. again, please? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? I'm surfing in the 50s he, He's on okay. a surfboard, okay. man. D- Dave uh, got it. Dave, got I got it. Yeah. I clearly <laughs> did not. <laughs> <laughs> I shouted out the wrong answer.
2: Oh, Damn, shit. dude.
0: Um, good to know the Beach Boys random trivia I also found out that what's his name from Full House played with the Beach Boys
1: yeah like John, uh, John, John Stamos. Stamos he was um, a, a drummer for them Even in the show he recreated their song I forget what it's called but it's like Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking like, about. I'll love you forever. Oh, no shit. Like cool. Forever. That's it. Forever. Forever. He even did like a full I'd be music so video. Happy loving you. <laughs> Dave, knows, Dave knows his shit. Son. It's
0: fucking pop culture. Master.
3: Dude, I remember that
1: episode big time. Full House was my pick, man.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All righty. So this question is for you again, Dave. Our boy, Neil Patrick Harris, starred and Have Met Your Mother. You mentioned that earlier. What TV show did he star in in the earlier '90s as a doctor?
3: Doogie Hauser.
1: You are correct, my Damn, friend. Nice, good old Doogie Howser. Mm-hmm. That was one I was
0: thinking about playing the intro song, but I didn't think any of us really. Watched I remember that if show. you played
3: it,
1: I would remember it, but I didn't I really watch it. But top. I used to watch it. It was all right. Yeah, like reruns would be on, and I wasn't too invested in it. And, and from what I can remember, it's a little bit on the boring side, you know? Yeah, it, it was boring, dude. All righty, this question is for Chris. We were talking about Boy Meets World, and you guys were like, where do they, where do they end up going? I didn't want to say the answer because I had this trivia question for Chris. So the end of Boy Meets World, what state does the gang move to? Colorado? Mm. No, sir. Want to take a couple, two more guesses, oh. see if you can get it? Um it, east or west of the Mississippi? <laughs> it is east.
2: Um dun, 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 New York? New York is correct. Oh, oh yeah. Well. nice. Yeah.
1: I was like, "Oh, he watched Gourmet's? Nope, he didn't watch. He won't know this then." <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: No, I don't. That was uh, honestly that's the most famous state east of the Mississippi, so that's what I went with. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, New York, moved to New York and like I mentioned in Gourmet's world the show takes place in New York, so. All right, so last question for AB. We didn't talk a lot about Nickelodeon this episode, but in the show, Are You Afraid of the Dark, there was a group of kids who would tell scary stories. What was the name of their group? I believe it was the Midnight Society. Ding, 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 sir. Yes. You are correct, the Midnight Society.
0: Oh yeah. Dude, Saturday night, that's that's my Saturday night. Snick, dude, talk yeah. about TGIF, mm-hmm. but snick, Hell yeah. the
1: next night too, especially when you're uh, like in like 5th or 6th grade, you're not really going, obviously you're not going out. Even like junior high, you're like, oh, "I'm home, Snicks on." It would end with "Are you afraid of the dark?" It'd be like nine o'clock, so it seemed late. You're like, "Oh shit, this is scary, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> dude." But <laughs> speaking of sitcoms, all we do doing is sitcoms. Nick at Night, man. They had all the classics, dude. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a young kid, I probably a lot of the jokes went over my head, but I fucking love Cheers, man. Oh Cheers, <laughs> yeah, oh,
1: great. And, uh, I always Nick think at, of, Nick at Night uh, was my jam, dude. Nick at Night, the I Wonder, wonder was- Years, dude oh that is when i i'm actually re-watching the wonder years now oh such a great team really show, good man. show i remember like- the rumor of his best
3: friend being growing up to be marilyn manson in
1: real right. life <laughs> these are these are pre-google days so it's like well this older kid is telling me that so now i gotta believe it Dude, and shout out <laughs> speaking of speaking of little ben savage shout out to big brother fred yeah, and Wonder Years. Dude, the episode I just watched, uh, Corey made a cameo appearance in Wonder Years. So, but on that note, my friends, another great episode of Things We Dig. Until next time, later days, bros. Dig you later, my dudes. Always fun. Last from the past, y'all love the '90s.
3: Take it easy. Life's a garden, baby. Keep on digging.